Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for January 16th, 2007. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, and I am joined this week by Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, and John Magi. Kevin Close is not here this week. We have a lot to discuss this week on the show. We're going to tell you about the most uh, popular news stories on the Diz this week, including the latest on Tiggergate. Uh, we have some exciting new additions coming to our discussion forums, and we're going to talk some more about that. And we will continue our discussion on planning your vacation in 2007. And this week we're going to focus on Disney Cruise Line. There's a lot of uh, really neat stuff that we're hearing about coming up with Cruise Line in the next year. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Now, before we go on to the news, I just want to uh, tell everybody that we really do value your feedback. We do get feedback from a lot of our, uh, a lot of our listeners every week. And I keep forgetting to mention during the show that we really want that feedback. So I wanted to make sure I did that this week. Uh, if you have anything to tell us, uh, positive or negative about the show, if you have a question that you'd like us to answer, all you need to do is send us an email, podcast at wdwinfo.com. And if we use your email on the show, we're going to send you your own Diz Unplugged t-shirt. So please go ahead and send us some, uh, some email and let us know what you think. So with that, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the news this past week. And honestly, all the main stories... All the most popular stories on the Diz this week had to do with one topic and one topic alone, and that was Tigger and this incident that took place at the Disney MGM Studios last week. Uh, for, if you are not familiar with it, um, well, we'll have a link to the multiple news stories on the, in the show notes, but basically there was a family at uh, MGM Studios, and they were getting their picture taken with Tigger, and one member of the family was, uh, I guess, a 14- or 15-year-old boy, mm. and... Um, he was standing next to Tigger with his arm around him, and the father was videotaping. And um, all of a sudden, Tigger kind of moves and grabs the kid's arm and then pushes his face, and um, it's all caught on video. And uh, apparently, according, according to the, uh, the boy's father, uh, his neck was, had been bothering him as a result of this, and they went to the emergency room that night and were treated and have subsequently, uh, uh, from what I understand, obtained a lawyer. And... Um, uh, if you're asking anybody on our discussion boards or anybody we've asked in our sound-off question, um, this family does not have a great deal of popular support uh, among the uh, among no. the rank-and-file Disney fans. I saw, like, 364 posts. And it, yeah. They, they Everyone's were, pro-Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> There's Tigger signs all over the place. Now, the, uh, now if, you, if you have not seen the video, we are going to include a link to it uh, in the show notes. And uh, it's, it's really up to you to determine what you think uh, the video shows. Yep. Uh, so far, uh, based on the responses we've gotten from both on our discussion boards and in the sound-off question that we asked uh, last week about what people thought of this, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen one, one comment that was pro-family. I, I was, read them all. was in favor of the family's position in this. Yeah. That a lot of people seem to feel that this uh, young man was doing something behind... Uh, behind Tigger's back, literally, <laughs> and uh, that uh, I, I know that uh, according to the uh, the the, char- the man playing the character of Tigger, that uh, his his air supply was being cut off. Uh, he was pulling. I think. Well, what I heard was that there was something that's like a zipper in the back of the yeah. um, in the back of the suit. Well, they wear a chin strap, I know, to hold the head on. You know, mm-hmm. and if that gets pulled back, that, that it cuts off their the, airway, constrict the airway. So. That uh, that is according to the union, what the um, the man playing Tigger is saying happened. So uh, and the union's not backing down. The union rep has been uh, has been on the news constantly uh, 
the local news, basically saying we're not going to tolerate any guest coming into the park and accosting any of our union members in any way. Um, and I think I think it's interesting that Disney is let, well, I don't know if Disney's letting the union rep be the only voice out there on this, but apparently Disney must agree with the union on this one because. But now, what's happened with now? The guy was suspended without pay, which I thought was grossly unfair. But has he been reinstated? Do we know? Have we heard don't anything? Know yet. I don't know yet. The last thing I read on the Diz, and I don't know if this is true or not. I understand that um, the family is dropping the charges. That there. Oh, I been, didn't read that. This is, and again, there's no official word on this. I have no proof of this, but this is the last thing I read on the Diz. So, you know, maybe something like that's going on out there. But I think we need to talk about the real issue here, which is what happens when this kid got to school on Monday. Yeah, really. You got Dude. beat up by Tigger. <laughs> you got clocked by Tigger. Well, I mean, the the uh, the family strategy of releasing the video certainly, I don't think, has has worked in their favor. Right. Um, I don't think it's worked in their favor at all. I mean, what else? What else could uh, Tigger have done? I mean, he couldn't have said, "Hey, let go of me." He'd have been fired on the spot if he right, just, exactly. if he just spoke. You never no, break character. No, going it, it looked like he was him. struggling well, to get away. From if you'll him. notice in the video, at first, you know, because the me. kid is the kid is standing on Tigger's uh, Tigger's right, and at first, Tigger looks over to his left, like to see if there's somebody on his left side touching him, like he feels something. And then when he realizes, then he realizes there's nobody there that it's this kid. Then he turns around to the kid. He puts the kid's arm in a lock and then pushes him. So it's like he felt something was was either a miss, a miss on his on his left side, and realized when he realized it was the kid, he did something. We live in an amazing time. Everything and anything can be videotaped yeah. at any second. And yeah. you know what that does? That allows people to analyze it over and over again and. And come yeah, look at football replays. You know, <laughs> challenges. Well, this is this It'll is the all reason. Get worked out in the in the courts. No, or I mean, if this they is, decide to settle it. Well, this is the reason that YouTube has become so right. immensely popular yeah. because this video now. I mean, everybody's got a video. Pretty much, if you have a cell phone, you have a video camera. And and look at how much cell phone videos have exposed. They oh, should they sure. should create a subsite called SuTube. I mean, even the, the <laughs> news, yeah, news right. agencies are probably going someone to, an idea. To yeah, really. And using that video off the and referring them to that, all the channel news videos. Yeah. I got to tell you, if there was more full contact uh, character sightings out there, I would go to the park much more often. Yeah, the more punching and hitting and kicking <laughs> that was allowed, and make it much more happy. Full contact Disney. Full contact I mean, Disney. Yeah. Characters. I mean, Tigger's known to be bouncy, so yeah. Well, to he usually has aware. Piglet do his dirty work for him, so I think that's where the shock came. <laughs> or Eeyore. <laughs> full contact with the villains. Where, where were? Tigers of friends. Really? Well, this has been the source of, uh, obviously, a great deal of discussion on the boards. We're uh, going to include uh, links in the show notes as well to some of those discussions so you can see what's been said. Uh, but it's pretty much um, it's pretty much a pro-Tigger world out there. So if you're pro-family uh, and you're going to post that on the boards, I suggest you wear a flame suit because um, tempers are We love are tig- Tigger. We love Tiger? Tigger. Okay. <laughs> Tiger's Tigger. Now the other news story that uh, was getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention this week is Disney's announcement of their new website being unveiled. That uh, I believe at the end of the month they're going to be unveiling a new uh, a new Disney.com that is, from what I can gather based on the people I've spoken to and, and what I've read, is that this is really aimed at tweens. This is aimed at younger kids to basically be like a MySpace, a a, a Disneyfied, protected MySpace for for teen for young young kids. And uh, they're going to be including, they're going to be including a lot of like uh, video uploads and chat and social networking, 
lot of the things that have made YouTube and MySpace very popular. And this should be very interesting. I, I, I mean, given uh, MySpace has had no shortage of problems with, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's all, I mean, well documented on the news. I mean, you can't, you know, it's hard not to turn on the news and hear that, you know, some 14-year-old girl met a 47-year-old man on MySpace. Yeah, I mean, it's it's open. I mean, you can post whatever there. Exactly. Pictures so, of whatever. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure Disney has thought about that, you know, very, very carefully. Yeah. I hope so. In, in going into this. And, but, you know, the social networking sites, the more restrictions you put on them, usually the less. They kill it. They, it kills it. Right. It kills it. I mean, that's always been a problem for us with the discussion boards is that you have to maintain a certain... You want to maintain a certain atmosphere and a certain attitude, but at the same time, you want to let people have a certain experience. Yeah. But for Disney targeting tweens, they need to have some sort of safety net, for lack of a better word. Yeah, but tweens are also in an experimental age, True. and this is where they're going to go out. Why MySpace is so exciting to them. But here is something I have noticed, and I know this is going to upset a lot of people on my discussion board, So, but this is the absolute truth because it's been proven to me over and over and over and over again. Younger kids on the internet, there is, I guess because it's always been around since they were born, they have a much different attitude on how they socialize online than adults do. I think Disney will have fewer problems in terms of uh, of disciplinary issues, quote-unquote, aiming at tweens than they would if they were aiming at soccer moms, quite frankly. Because all the pro- I mean, we have we have two forums on the Diz that are oriented toward younger younger visitors. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the Teen Board, our the Teen VMK. Discussion Boards, and of course our VMK Virtual Magic Kingdom Discussion Boards. And the, with the Virtual Magic Kingdom Discussion Boards being basically Disney's audience for this new website, the, the Tweens. And I have to tell you, of all the boards we have, the fewest problems. And let me tell you that VMK Board is one of the top ten. Uh, boards on the site, and that says something on our discussion boards because our discussion boards are busy, and yet it ha- doesn't have a fraction of the issues and problems that we see on some of our other discussion. Uh, our, Maybe some these other kids forms. are growing up with virtual manners. Well, <laughs> they, they, true. it's well, you see, I, virtual I, etiquette. Probably yeah. they are themselves. These kids are are just themselves online. I think adults tend to be someone else. We didn't grow up Kinda with like this. hide behind your profile. We're used to well, we're used to interaction being face to face. These kids are more comfortable with interaction that's virtual. So I think that for those of us, let's say, after a certain after a certain uh, age group, um, we interact differently in in a social networking uh, environment than, it, than 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 kids do. Well, I don't think that the issues and the problems that have come out of MySpace are because of the kids per se, or the majority of the problems, it comes out of the people who are misrepresenting themselves right. and are taking advantage of these kids. Yes. And I think that's the, that's the problem that Disney's going to face as well. Exactly. Is that you can restrict uh, pictures, you, you can restrict personal information to make it a safer place for kids. However, there's always going to be somebody out there who's going to want to circumvent that circumstance exactly. and use it to their benefit. So exactly. It's a tough thing to do. We know it from experience. It's well, a tough and, thing to do. and, you know, social, it's interesting because social networking sites, I mean, this is – social networking isn't new on, on the web. It's been around since the first discussion boards were on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taken on new, new, uh, yeah, with video new facets this, yeah. with YouTube and MySpace and, and all of that. And it's interesting to see where it's going to go from here. 
because we're not we're not done yet. We're not done yet. It, it's it's the, the web is always the web is always evolving, and this will not change. Though this this I think this this basis of social networking the way it is now in terms of uh, MySpace and YouTube. I don't think these are passing fads. I no. think this is how people are going to get their entertainment for the next. 15, 20 years. Plus the gaming thing, it, online gaming. Online is, gaming is huge. Huge. And so these these kids are used to interacting with unknown people. You know? I also yeah. think that going back to your, your other point about how people of a certain age uh, approach it differently, we also have the fear in our society now of identity theft. And I think there's a lot of people who are worried out there that if I put too much information out, mm-hmm. it's going to be detrimental to me financially to me personally well i mean the, the amount of information you can get off of somebody um you know just from a myspace profile is amazing it's unbelievable, well i find it? what i find is that it's not so much that people are necessarily coming onto the board like our discussion boards anyway and putting out personalities that aren't necessarily their own i think people feel more emboldened adults feel more emboldened to behave a certain way when they're especially when they're angry on a discussion board that they would never do if they were face-to-face, they will say things, they will imply things, they will attack people in ways that they would never do in real life. I do not see that with kids. I do not see kids doing that. Although kids will do that to each other in school. Interestingly enough, I don't see it on my discussion boards. Now, I'm, again, I can only speak about what I see on my boards. I can't speak for you know, the Internet in general or kids in general. But this has been our experience. I mean, our teen board, frankly, from the day we – that's been up for years. And I – I, I think I've had to intervene on that board once because of a problem, and I'm, I think that uh, that may not even be accurate. That's why Disney, I don't think, will ever target <laughs> will yeah. ever target that group. They, they stick with the tweens. I think the tweens ultimately are easier to manage, although they're higher risk because you have people out there that will try, try and prey on them. Yeah. Um, in terms of managing the social networking between them, uh, it, I think it's it's such a natural thing for them now. It's as, as natural as going to school or hanging out with your friends after school. I think in a lot of kids, that's how they hang out that's, after school. That is. So it's, um, it's very interesting to see what Disney's going to do and what elements they're going to put in and how they're really going to t- put this together. I'll tell you now, Disney and major web efforts have not been a big success. Um, it's usually very glitchy. It's usually very um, well, very problematic. Bob Iger has put the edict forward to his, uh, to his web presence uh, department and said this was a priority for him, and he put a lot of money behind this. So... Let's see. I mean, he's done a good job in a lot of other yeah, areas. Yeah, he certainly has. Let's he see certainly how, he, has. how he does on this. So, and while we're, um, and that, that actually makes a very good I was segue. I just about to say that, yeah. That makes a very good segue into what we're, uh, uh, what I mentioned at the top of the show about some things we're going to be doing with our discussion boards. Um, now, we've actually been planning to do this um, for about a year now, but uh, thanks to some limitations with our hardware and the version of the discussion boards we were using, uh, we weren't able to implement them until now. Um, back in December, we upgraded not just our the version of uh, vBulletin that we use on our discussion boards, but we also upgraded our hardware. We made a major upgrade to our hardware, and it gave us a lot more, well, I would say a lot more power, but it gave us some more muscle to be able to do some of the things we want to do. Power. We love so power. One, of the things, one of the things that we're going to be rolling out will be uh, an enhancement to your user profiles on the board. But uh, basically what this is going to do is just really kind of make your, your profile on the Diz can become your personal homepage. Customizable. Um, yeah, you can customize fully it. Fully customizable. 
add RSS feeds, uh, start adding people to your network, uh, add pictures. I don't know how many pictures you can add, but I think we're going to have a link to you can well, link to your photo gallery. Well, actually, yeah, what we're working on now that's going to be one of the one of the things we're going to introduce a little bit later on. If you have a photo post gallery, you're going to be able to include your photo post gallery uh, in in your uh, in your profile page and be able to use stuff from that. We're also going to be expanding photo post, and cool. we're going to have links to all this stuff. We're expanding photo post uh, to include video, so you can upload your video. Wow! As well as, um, yeah, well, we have we have some server space now. I can <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. Um, so uh, that's one of the additions we're making. There's going to be, I mean, you're going to have a, actually that that profile. Your profile is going to include a blog. You have your own blog. You actually have your own. You can have your own private discussions. Um, you can control who sees what in your profile. If you only want your approved friends and your network, because you can have a little network of friends, you can also find people on the dis uh, on the boards with a certain criteria. You know, mm-hmm. male in school, out of school, Disney fans, keywords, things like that. Mm-hmm. So you might you might have people finding you that you might want to find. You. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you also have you also have well, you have control over what information is displayed to who. Right. So if you don't want if you don't want anybody seeing any of your stuff, that's fine. Um, but so people can make like their own blog and have a daily blog. Yep. They can have their own daily blog. That's very cool. They can have their own little private That's discussion right. forum. Change your colors of your homepage, your profile, all that stuff. Um, um, so can people now share with families and friends going on vacation and say, I want to share with my, these are my the pictures and we're planning and maybe get into a sort of a planning network? And um, Well, you can have, you, you can add anybody who's registered on the boards to your social, to your network. Um, to your network of friends, they have to approve though. And it sends them like a little message: uh, so and so asked to be added to your network, and, right. and they would approve it. And they would approve yeah. it. So, and and you know, it's we're not even going into it trying to figure out how people should use this. Um, this is the kind of tool that it's just, open. Yeah. When you drop something like this into the boards, you just let people play with it. Um, and you know, I'm sure we're going to find issues we're going to have to address as time goes on, but. I, I just thought it offered so many it offered so many cool tools. Oh yeah, it's very exciting. And People are going to love this. I think so. I think so. And it just adds some some more tools to make it make it more robust. And well, and that's not even all. There's actually something else that none of you guys know about because I haven't told any of you. Only Alex and I know. Um, but it's not ready yet, so I can't I can't say. But it's really really cool, and we're going to need a lot of help from our visitors. You love torturing us, don't you? We're gonna have a lot. We're gonna need a lot of <laughs> like help from visitors has. on our boards when this one goes live. Usually, when he says it's really, really, but good. I'm trying not to. Uh, I'm it's trying. Good. I'm trying not to uh, blow Alex's head up right now because once, once those, once the new servers came online, I realized that you know it was handling the new version of the software really well, and that our loads were good. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do some stuff now. So it's like this laundry list of things I've wanted to do on the boards for, I don't know, about a year now. Not to mention search, though. That's been a major issue. Well, actually... Maybe we should address that, huh? No. (laughs) No, we're not going to address search. We're not going to address search because it's just... I I, I can see Alex's eyes rolling back. How about if we tell people who Alex is, for those who don't know? Well, if anybody... Well, if if you're on the discussion boards, you know Alex as Webmaster Alex. If you're not on our discussion boards, Webmaster Alex is our tech guru. He's the man who has... Managed to keep these boards running with, um, you know, with sometimes not nearly enough server power uh, to mm-hmm. do it. Uh, there are other boards as uh, as big as ours that use five times 
the equipment that we use. Alex has duct tape. He has really been able to. He has really. He's done a brilliant job of of keeping those boards running. So, if you're a big fan of the boards, then you have to be a big fan of Alex's because uh, without him, I don't know that they would run. <laughs> so, um, but Alex, Alex, whenever I have an idea, I go to Alex and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do. What do you think?" And Alex tells me whether or not it's possible and why it's not and what we're going to need to do to make it possible. So, but we've got, uh, I know that there are some, some issues with search that some people are not happy with the current. If you had any idea what search does to our server, um, the kind of beating that search does to our server, that's the problem. If to do search the way you want it, I've got to give search its own server. And I can't, I just can't afford that yet. Yeah. I just can't afford yeah, that These yet. are free so, boards. These are some of the trade-offs we have to make. We are working on it. We actually are working on a couple of possible workarounds, but uh, we're not there yet. So, but that's where we're at with search, folks. It's the best I can do for you now. Um, but we're not we're not uh, oblivious to it, and we're not uh, we're not insensitive uh, to it. But there are there are things I have to consider too. So, all right. Now, before we uh, move on to our cruise discussion, I just want to mention that we did give away. Um, on our video or the Dreams Video Trivia Challenge on Friday, we gave away two one hundred dollar Disney gift cards to uh, Randy Saucier of Sheridan, Oregon, and Roxanne Stritt of McDonough, Georgia. Congrats! And um, we are going to be giving away more of those and maybe some other things. I don't know. Depends on how I feel um, uh, throughout the rest of the uh, challenge, which ends on the thirty first. And uh, this runs the rest of the month. We have uh, a lot more videos coming up. We're running those videos Monday through Friday. It's a new video each day. And each video runs about a minute and a half to two minutes and includes a trivia question, uh, all related to Southern California. And, of course, it's in uh, promotion of the Disneyland Southern California Magic Packages. So uh, you can uh, we'll have links to that in the show notes as well. Or you can go to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And actually, I don't think you can go too many places on our site right now without no, seeing it. No, it's there. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's doing really well, too. We've got a lot of people watching, which is really cool. So um, I just wanted to mention that and say congratulations to uh, Randy and Roxanne yes. for uh, as, as our winners for last week. And uh, thank all of you who are watching the Trivia Challenge. Hope you're enjoying it. We hope you have fun shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on and discuss... Um, our, uh, let's discuss a little bit about Cruise Line. Um, as I mentioned in our last show, uh, January is a um, January is a very, very popular month for people to be planning their vacations for the rest of the year. So we thought we would focus on some of the different uh, aspects of Disney that you might be considering for your vacation and give you some of our advice and guidance. And we want to talk about Cruise this week. There's a lot coming up. There's going to be a lot of things happening in the next two weeks with Cruise. If you are contemplating a cruise, do not do so until you have listened to what we have to say. And uh, actually, I'm going to let John uh, tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Well, the big news is that we are uh, uh, waiting for, very uh, anxiously waiting for, the release of the rest of the 2008 uh, Disney Cruise Line sailings. We know that there's going to be special cruises in the summer of 2008. There's a lot of speculation as to where the ship is going to go. Um it's amazing. If you look at the cruise line board, people have figured it out. I'll tell you, I love these people. I love the people on our boards, they boys. Are so they funny. are unreal. The Dizzers are crazy. They are. We I know, love them. We know without any official word, we know that it's going to be uh, 
sailing out of uh, the Port of Los Angeles. In the summer of 2008. In the summer of 2008, similar to what it did last year. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, we're going to have two transatlantic cruise, uh, not transatlantic, that's what we're doing for the Mediterranean. We're going to have two Panama Canal crossing cruises to reposition the ship there and back. Repositioning cruises. And then there's going to be alternating 10 and 11 night itineraries. And I can tell you that the people that I talked to anyway who did the repositioning cruises last year through the Panama Canal said it was an unbelievable cruise. Of course. Life. I would think that's Once a really in a lifetime experience. Yeah. yeah. Sign me up. Very, very cool stuff. So we're very, very anxious to hear that. Disney is going to release the official word with the official itineraries and and hopefully details. We're looking, we're hoping to get some details like ports of call and possibly price ranging on uh, the 17th of January. Once we have that, it'll be all, all up up all over the Diz and up all over Dreams Unlimited Travel. Now, again, it's important for us to uh, reiterate that as of right now, this is unofficial. Correct. Um, we are not getting this information from Disney, this information. Actually, someone on the cruise board went and found the contract that Disney signed with the Port of Los Angeles <laughs> in order to do it. So, I mean, that pretty much, I mean, that's as close to official confirmation as you get in advance. But that's, um, I just want to make sure everybody understands this is not set in stone until Disney announces it. We, we will say, though, we have the official word that there'll be a release of information on the 17th of January. We have the official word that they will be accepting bookings on the 31st of January. Other than that, we have no details. But again, as soon as we have them, we're going to get them up on the site. And just to let everyone know that uh, as soon as uh, those are uh, released, um, you can place a, an advance request for uh, a cruise through Dreams Unlimited Travel. I was just about to ask that, if we're going to yeah. accept those. We've actually already been accepting uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. Quite a bit okay. of people who, are, who have speculated and know what they want and have asked us in advance. We've got quite a bit of people we're going to be uh, calling in those reservations for but again it's going to be available through our forms as soon as we know so you can put in that advance request and we'll take care of getting up early that morning and booking it for you there's a lot of questions out there will it be available online before it's available on the phones we don't know um this is the first time ever that disney has released the information two weeks before the bookings have opened up so maybe they've learned their lesson and maybe they're going to have all their ducks in a row and you'll be able to go online at 12.01 a.m. on the morning of the 31st and book your cruise. But that's also yeah, that's, speculation. That's big speculation. <laughs> this cruise is also a great opportunity for people who haven't seen Disneyland, you know, to kind of maybe do a some form of land sea. Or, you know. I got to tell you, it was very popular when they did it the last time. Yeah. A lot of people added on a Disneyland stay yeah. and took some time to explore California. And this also makes a really nice opportunity for the folks out on the West Coast to cruise. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. It it reduces the expense of of a flight, and there are a lot of people up and down the West Coast who now can take advantage of a Disney cruise, which is fantastic. Now, also, people on our cruise board have figured out by contacting all of the ports of <laughs> possible ports of call you in the can't area. Hide a thing from the Disney. they literally have checked all the different port possible ports that the cruise could go to out of Los Angeles, and they have found that this is going to be a Southern Mexican. Right? Southern Mexican? Mexican Southern Mexican Coast? Mexican Riviera. So, again, we don't have any official confirmation. There is some discrepancy of what might and might not happen, but we're you know we're pretty sure we're going to see some similar ports to the last time. We're going to see uh, Mazatlan and um, ports out that way. And, of course, through the Panama Canal, 
um, there'll be a stop at Castaway Key and all that good stuff. So we're very excited. We're excited to find out what they're going to do. This was a very popular um, move that Disney made previously, so we think that it's going to be very popular again. Oddly enough, it's more popular than the Mediterranean cruises. Hmm. Really? Yep. We have a transatlantic repositioning cruise in May. Oh, that's right. They're having trouble filling that. That they're having trouble filling. Can you believe that? That's a long time on a ship. But it's 14 days. 14 days days at sea, basically. The airfare coming back. Airfare is an issue. Days at sea is an issue. Now, we know from experience that Disney's going to pull out all the stops, and it's going to be fantastic. Of and they'll have Of course. New shows, and they'll have guests, and they'll have speakers, and there'll be tons of stuff to do, but I think everyone kind of has the same theory about that. And um, we anticipate, I can't, again, not official, no official word on it, but I anticipate we may see a sale for the first time in a very long time on Disney Cruises coming up. Really? And it might be just very well the first one we might see is this 14-night sailing. They should. I mean, it's going there anyway. Might as well fill it with people with a discounted rate, yep. you know? Yeah, but that always upsets the people who paid. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but if, hey, you're, if your dream's unlimited client, we're going to get you that discounted rate. We're going to do our best to whatever we can get you is out there for the general public. We're going to get that for you. So that's important for people to know. But it's just it's funny to see that... <sighs> I think what they anticipated as being an extremely popular cruise has turned out not to be as popular. So, again, we're very, very excited about those 2008, summer 2008 sailings. We're uh, waiting with anticipation. There's a lot, of, um, a lot of buzz about it, and the buzz also creates some worry for some people. A lot of people are concerned that with so many people wanting to get information about these cruises, are they going to be guaranteed the best rate? Um, as people know or don't know with Disney Cruise Line the rate changes as the ship becomes more full there's more bookings right there's a tier system they use what they call a tier system and tier zero is the cheapest and it goes up from there and the price will increase so when you look for Disney Cruise whether it's the summer of 2008 or other Disney Cruise Lines it's important to remember that the furthest away you book is the cheapest price you're going to get right that's going to be the lowest tier rate that's going to be the best rate you can get the more you wait the more likely the price will increase. Now, there are exceptions to this. We saw um, in September there was a 10 and 11 night sailing to the Southern Caribbean that didn't do as well as they thought. So there were some reduced rates on those cruises. They released what they call magic. They were given away. <laughs> yeah. Reduced as they were, yeah, nicely. reduces nicely. They were practically begging people to be on that ship. See, I would have been real upset if I was one of the first people to book. I know Regina, she, she had it. Yeah, but again, really you know, early. if you if you book early, the, the nice thing about booking early too, even if the price does come down, you've got your stateroom. Yeah, you've got what you want. A lot of times, these last minute deals and these last minute sales are either a stateroom category you're not wanting, or you're in what's called a guarantee status, which means you don't know where your stateroom is going to be. Oh, you, I wouldn't like you're that. with the crew. <laughs> <laughs> you're rowing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but. Some people enjoy the guarantee status. You can book the cheapest stateroom available at Category 12, get that guarantee, and you might be bumped to a higher category stateroom. So there's a lot of what-ifs out there. But we often hear from people, what's the best way to get the best price? Book early. Yep. Lock in yeah. your rate. Lock in your stateroom. Get everything set for your family. The other thing to keep in mind when you book early is you're going to get the dining you want. There's multiple dining times on the Disney cruise ship, and some people want an earlier dining versus a later dining. So that's important, too, to lock in. Um, 
the other way to get the absolute best rate you can get is to rebook while you're on board. They offer what they call a bounce-back offer. So if you're on the Disney cruise ship and you hear that they're having a bounce-back special, go to the booking desk, find out what that special is. Usually what it is is the percentage off the your cruise that you book while you're on the ship as well as the shipboard credit. So the further out you book while you're on the ship, rebook, get that early booking discount, get that discount for rebooking on the ship, get that shipboard credit, and then... For even better savings, what you can do is you can transfer that reservation to a travel agent that offers a good rate or a special at the time. And you can then combine whatever the special is the travel agent is offering with what you've got from Disney. These are really, we, we hear this so often, how do I get the best rate? How do I get the best rate? Those are really your, your best bets. Uh, in addition, you want to find a travel agent that offers group space. What group space is, is that the travel agency is allowed to hold a certain number of staterooms in advance through a contract with Disney. They lock in the best tier pricing available at that time, most likely tier zero because it's so far in advance. And there's also an additional group savings associated with doing it within a group. So if you weren't able to book that cruise when it first came out and grab that tier zero pricing, look for a travel agency that's offering group discounts or group rates on space and then um, you're able to actually go back and get that pricing that's available unfortunately that's very limited usually what happens is disney limits the number of staterooms uh, a travel agency can hold they sell out fast because they're the best rate so again it's all about timing you want to make sure you get in there and and figure out uh, what works best for you occasionally uh, disney cruise line depending on the sailing and the sale date and how full it is, we talked about this repositioning cruise not being that full, Disney will offer discounts to select groups of people. Florida residents will get a reduced rate. Um, employees of the Disney company will get a reduced rate. Travel agents will get a reduced rate. So if you're a member of any group that you think might get a reduced rate, that's one way where you can see about uh, booking a cheaper cruise. Again, very similar to what we talked about with Disney World, a lot of this is dependent upon time of year and how popular it is to travel at that time of year. If you're going to go in the summer when all the kids are off from school, don't expect these discounts to be available. Right. It's just not going to happen. That's when people can go. That's when they want to go. That's when the most expensive cruises are. That's when they be, they fill up the fastest. So it's usually... School vacations are very school, expensive. Yep, school vacations. Um, right now is a great time to cruise. Some of the best pricing you'll ever find will be in January. Uh, now, the, well, let's talk about pricing for a second. So we're talking about discounts. Let's give people a, a general idea. Um, well, I, I know that last uh, the last time they did the um, the West Coast sailings, we were seeing the average stateroom going out for about five or six thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Now, the Mediterranean sailings that they released in April, those were going. I mean, those were going for you know it wasn't unusual to see. Wasn't eight, it's not unusual eight, to 10, hear about 000. eight, ten, twelve, fourteen thousand dollar cruises. So I think Disney has also gotten it in their head that these specialty cruises can be can be gold mines for them, and the prices reflect that. So, do you have any idea what you? I mean, guesstimating. Do you think when they release the West Coast cruises at the end of the month, are we going to be looking at pricing again? You think it's going to be in that five, seven, nine thousand dollar range? No, I think it's going to be more. Going to be more. I my personal opinion is they've figured out what people want. This is what people want of these West Coast cruises, 
and they're going to be more than they were the last time. Okay. Especially if they go from a seven-day cruise to a 10- and 11-day cruises. That's, mm-hmm. well, that's the reposi- a- usually the transitioning of the repositioning cruises are less expensive because you don't have as many ports of call. And it's, it, am, I, am I correct? Usually well, not, re- for the, not for no. the West Coast cruises. They were actually more because you did have more ports of call. You okay. did uh, Key West. You, d- you did things on the East Coast. Then you went through the Panama Canal, and then you did things on the West Coast. It was a 14-night okay. cruise. Okay, right. The repositioning cruises for the Mediterranean were less than the 10- and 11-night Mediterranean cruises because of that. There weren't that many ports of call. Yeah, it's like two weeks at sea. Yeah. Really. But what I'm saying is the California, there's talk that it could be 10- and 11-day cruises, which mm-hmm. would make the price even higher. Expensive. Yeah, you're right. That's right. what I'm saying. Sure, sure. You know, But I think we're going to see this West Coast cruise itineraries to be more than they were last year. I just think that that's going to be my gut feeling for uh, where we're going to see prices for these. And I think it's a supply and demand issue. They figured out this is what people want, what they're willing to pay for, and that's where the price is going to be. And um, we talk about tier pricing and we talk about the ship being full and that that affects the price of the cruise and the cruise will go up. One of the things we found last year when we were booking the West Coast cruises was the price of the cruise actually increased during the day that the cruises became available. So many people showed interest. So many people were putting holds on cruises that the ship was becoming full and the tier pricing was actually increasing as people were on the phone with Disney. Remember hearing about that. There's a lot of talk on the boards. People have sort of figured that out and have sort of made peace with the fact that they're not going to do that this year, and I applaud them for that. They're not going to go to a travel agent and call themselves and have their cousin and their mother and their brother all call at the same time and have five reservations for the same sailing, pushing the price up and then deciding on the one they want. They're making a decision of what they're going to do, sticking with it and getting the price that they're going to get. And I think that's going to be a really big help for people because you inflate that price and then all these people now let their reservations cancel or fall out of the system. So it's just something to be aware of. Um, when you do book a Disney cruise, what you need to know is that you're going to be charged a deposit. You're going to be charged a deposit based on the length of the stay of the cruise and the type of cruise that you take. Um, All this information is on the Diz and on dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, the deposit amount is? $200 per person for a uh, four- or three-night cruise, Mm -hmm. $250 per person for the seven-night cruises, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, depending on um, what category stateroom you choose, there are different now um, cancellation policies. And again, this all gets sort of complicated, so I don't want to go through reading off terms and conditions to you. But just be aware that it's going to cost you a deposit to hold the cruise. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a certain amount of time to make a decision whether or not you want to keep that cruise and then pay a balance on it. And... um, how you want to handle your payments throughout the year are also up to you. We have a lot of clients who like to pay off their cruises incrementally. I want to make small payments throughout the year so Mm -hmm. that when the time comes, I would say, this is going to be my personal opinion and my advice, is I wouldn't do that. It doesn't make sense to me to pay off your cruise ahead of time. Don't give Disney your money. Put it in an account and let it get some interest. Exactly. Find one of these online savings accounts that are given 5% interest 
throw your money in there a little at a time, get some extra interest, get some spending money for your cruise. Because let's face it, Disney's going to keep that and put that into an interest That's a good account. tip. And That's a very good tip. I never even thought of that. How does part is don't spend the money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I see why people would want to do that. I can understand completely why you'd want to pay it off a little at a time and not have that burden. But if you can, if you have the discipline to give a little bit to Disney, pay yourself. Yeah, make your money work for yourself, exactly. not Disney. Oh, um, did I say that? That's all right. Uh, and again, you know, we talk about, you know, people want to know when's the best time to cruise? What should I do? It's really a personal decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are scared to go during hurricane season. We I've had, been. I've been. <laughs> great. Love, yeah, I've sailed it. many times during hurricane I season. I tell you, it's one of the few times a year I do sail. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I prefer. And it, well, it's, be- it's a beautiful time of year to sail. The captain picks the, if there's a hurricane in one place, he'll go somewhere else. They always, yeah. I mean, you never hear about really, I've never heard of about a Disney ship going through a hurricane. They oh. always move those ships. So, I mean, and they'll move them. I mean, they'll move them as far away as they need to. Oh, yeah. What bothers me, what always, what I think just blows my mind is when they make a decision to move that ship because of a hurricane or something like that for the safety of the ship and these people that go insane. Yeah. Uh, I paid to go here. Blah, blah, blah. It happens every single... Put them single in a dinghy and say good luck. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there we're going to drop you off so you can go there yourself. Yeah, that's Sorry. a good suggestion. Captain Julie. We'll give yeah, you a really. little bit of food. We'll push you off the side of the ship. It's, uh, you know, it's a tough decision. You want to make everybody happy. You want everybody to have a great time. But you've got to have people's safety in first. Yeah. Of, of course. course. And, I mean, they have Disney a plan has... to take them over to Tampa by bus if, if they need to move it to the West Coast. They, uh, it's unbelievable. Any safe, on any safety issue, on any safety issue I've ever seen, They're, um, Disney unbelievable. They're has go, they go above and beyond. Yep. They go Absolutely. above and beyond. They don't take any chances. That just seems to be their, from everything I've seen, that seems to be their, their, their way of doing it. They, oh, yeah. they err on the side of safety. So Sometimes even sailing, not during hurricane season like we did last year, mm-hmm. there was a storm. They, we moved away from yeah. it so right. that we could have a nice day at sea. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they track the radar and they'll go around a storm so you don't get wet. <laughs> and we also had the best hurricane season ever. Oh, I yes. mean, we had a we beautiful... Knock on wood. Very blessed. Exactly. Knock on wood here, folks. <laughs> Yeah. That's a kiss. You of just death blown out everybody's speakers you. on their computer now. Sorry. So, keeping that in mind, also hurricane season is one of the cheapest times to travel. Yep, it is. Um, people ask us, what should we add on to a Disney vacation? Uh, Disney has um, made it very easy for people to book all the components of their cruise line vacation. You can add airfare. You can add transfers to and from the airport to the port. You can add your vacation protection. Um, we often find that Disney Cruise Line airfare is more expensive than you can get by booking on your own. Take some time. Do some research. Find out what's going on. Get See what the airfare is like for your travel dates and then make a comparison to Disney Air. One of the issues with Disney Air is you won't know what your schedule is until you actually get your paperwork, which is 7 to 10 days before you cruise. That is ridiculous. Right. So how do you make your, yeah. your decision of how you're going to get to the local airport or things like that? And we've even heard reports of Disney splitting up families on an airline to the fact where the kids are sitting separate from the parents. Ooh. Now, obviously, you know, you're going to move around the, the plane and sit where you want to sit. However, families want to sit together. Yeah. You know, so Absolutely. Keep, well. keep all these things in mind when, when thinking about Disney Cruise Line Air. 
it's going to be more expensive almost always. Always. It's not going to be anywhere more convenient than if you can do it yourself. It's just something to... Uh, personally, personally, my recommendation is to avoid Disney Air at all costs, no matter the product. Avoid Disney Air at all costs, whether you're going to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, anywhere else. Avoid it like the plague. We do uh, advise that you do take the transfers. The transfers are uh, something that's very convenient from the Disney ship to the Disney Cruise Line. There are also other options out there for doing transfers. There are these uh, these companies that do offer um, transportation. So if you're a larger family traveling, it might make more sense to go to something like FL Tours. Yeah, I mean, what's happening is that they just raised the um, the rates that Disney did. Transfer is like yes. $69 a person. I mean, what, what, I've, what I've seen is that if you have a large family, you can get a limo for the price it would cost. Right. To ride on this bus. Yeah. I mean, go to the cruise in style, at least. Mm-hmm. And you're paying the same amount of money. Um, exactly. Yeah. You, you it can, makes it more exciting for the kids, too. You right. know, if you, if you have a party of three, you know, you might as well just do the do the bus. You, you're not going to save any money. But, you know, four and up, I mean, you can save some money by getting a town car, van, or Absolutely. even a limo if you've got a big group. Or, you know, p- group up with a few people. Right. If you, if you know some people on the boards that are going, I mean, everybody pitch in and get a limo. Exactly. Save a lot of money. Yeah. Save we'll a lot have a link for that. Right. What's that? We'll have a link for that on the. Yeah, we yeah we can add a link. We'll have, to we have a price notes. comparison shows you you yeah. know how much you can save five six seven eight people. One of the things we don't recommend is we don't recommend getting to the airport and then deciding how am I going to get to the port. No, no. You don't want to go in a cab. You don't want to try to find something at the last minute to take you. You want to have that worked out. Yeah, beforehand. you definitely. There don't are a lot of unauthorized that. people yes. at the at OIA. You know, soliciting transfers. OIA being Orlando International. Oh yeah. local lingo and then the last uh, add-on you can put on a Disney cruise well not the last add-on but one of the add-ons you can put on a Disney cruise is travel insurance vacation protection Um, this is something that's a personal choice do I want vacation protection don't I want vacation protection Uh, we recommend it there's a lot of other things included in the vacation protection there's baggage uh, protection if your uh, baggage is lost or damaged at any point in your trip there is uh, medical attention on the ship. If you get sick on the ship, mm. it can be extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. My $100 cough drop. Exactly. <laughs> I had a coughing fit on the ship. I woke up in the middle of the woke up in the middle of the night, and I was coughing. I couldn't stop. No matter what I did, I couldn't stop coughing. I, I'm drinking water, drinking tea, walking around on deck, thinking maybe the sea air. Nothing. I had to wake up. They had to wake up the nurse to get me a cough drop. How'd you spend your hundred dollar shipboard credit? Oh, I bought a cough drop. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually it, more than that. It was, was it? Was like one hundred and seventy five. It was one hundred and seventy five dollars because it was in addition wow. to the fee to go to the nurse and yes. get a cough drop. There was the you had to wake up. The you nurse. Were, yeah, exactly. You had to wake her up. Hopefully, so. it was big enough that you could use it more than. One. I think it was actually cough medicine. I believe it was like yeah. Robitussin well, or something. Whatever. Whatever it was, you it know, was not worth it. Want to buy a mint? <laughs> So we do recommend vacation protection. Um, the, the insurance that Disney offers is very good, is very comprehensive. There are some uh, terms and conditions that you need to be aware of, existing conditions and things like that. Um, that's always best to, to go to the insurance company directly. Disney will let you talk to the insurance company they use so you can talk to them and figure and this read, stuff out. read all that stuff very carefully. Exactly. Because what you think may be covered isn't covered. Right. And what and a, the biggest piece of advice we can give people who do want vacation protection is you want to purchase it just before you make your final payment. 
if you purchase it early on, think of it like your homeowner's insurance mm. and you cancel your cruise, you don't get that back. Your vacation protection Whoa. fee is a premium that you pay to have this coverage. It's non-refundable. That's a great tip. And while they, well, you know, they do have a lot of ancillary things like baggage and medical, um, what they actually cover in terms of covering your vacation, um, there are very, very strict terms in term as far as when you can, when that actually kicks in. It's not like if you have a family member that's sick and you have to cancel your trip. That's not gonna. You're not gonna get right. Your vacation protection is not gonna cover that. If you get sick, that's a different story. Um, and I think death in the family does it is it does cover death in the family, right? right. But they do they do morbid things like ask you to send death, death certificates. Yeah. I mean, they have to prove the death. Yeah. And um, yeah, again, there's a lot of rules and restrictions you want to you want to take. I think that one of the biggest things that's uh, the biggest help is that if there's any kind of weather related issue from where you're starting out, that's going to postpone your arrival and it makes you miss the cruise or it makes you late for the cruise or something happens. That's where your biggest coverage is going to come in, right. and that you'll be covered for that. But again, don't buy it right away. Don't pay for it right away. Wait until you can't add it after you've made your final payment, and you can't add it once you become within the penalty phase of the yeah. reservation. But we don't suggest adding it right away up front because that's non-refundable to you, and that's just money you're going to lose. Where you get you can get your other deposit back. Good. Well, excellent. Well, that is actually going to do it for us this week. Our show ran a little longer than uh, it normally does, so I hope you enjoyed all of the uh, uh, all the information we had to give you this week. Uh, we will be back next week with more. So on behalf of everyone here, have a great week. And we'll see you later.